0: I am Deja Fanning, rusher and wide receiver for Leonard High School from Ruskin, Florida, class of 2022, and you're listening to Playmakers Corner.
1: Boom. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I am your host for this very special interview here with one of the flag football players that we did a breakdown on uh, around this time last year. If you'd like to introduce yourself, where you're from, what position you play, and uh, what high school you play for.
0: Hi, my name is Deja Fanning. I go to Leonard High School and I play wide receiver and rusher in Ruskin, Florida.
1: <laughs> awesome, yeah. And, uh, you know, we did get to watch Deja's, uh, you know, film breakdown here and watch her film. And some of the things that we talked about for those who may have missed that episode, uh, we talked about how she's a great DN who gets off the ball super quick and takes really great, you know, actually we even wrote perfect angles on defense and is just basically unblockable with the combination of size and speed and uh, used that kind of frame to get a lot of tackles for loss and a ton of sacks and also, you know, shows very solid footwork. And it's just an overall game wrecker on the defensive line. And then, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, also contributing and, you know, helping kind of move the chains from time to time. But anyways, Deja, jumping back to you, just so the audience can kind of get to know you a little bit here. We do this exact same question for anybody we have on the show. And I want to ask you, what is your favorite sports experience or memory while playing? This could be. You know, in flag football, this could be in any sport where you just think of, you know, playing in sports. You're like, yeah, that right there. That's that's what it's all about.
0: Um, My favorite moment was the NFL experience because it was lots like hundreds or thousands of people there watching a sport that's growing really fast around the country. So it was fun to get it out there, even though we lost. It was still like a fun experience for us and to improve for this year also.
1: Yeah, I was about to say I don't think uh, I've ever played in front of that many people in any sport that I've ever played. So that's an awesome experience. And uh, yeah, I, I can't even imagine how huge that was for uh, you and just the whole squad, honestly. Yeah. On on that note, um, are assuming you know you kind of had that experience with the NFL and whatnot? Are you a fan of football or any other sport and if so uh what's a like sport viewing experience of maybe a live game that you got to watch that was something special or even a game on tv that uh is somewhat memorable
0: um (laughs) i don't really watch football or any sports at all but i've been watching the college black football lately so that's pretty much it
1: yeah and uh As of this interview, by the way, for our listeners, this is being recorded on February 18th. And uh, you did have that. uh, There is one play from women's flag football that made SportsCenter number one. Did you see that one?
0: Yes, that was a great catch.
1: Yeah, that was a crazy catch, honestly. And it totally deserved to be number one. And so obviously, like you said, being a part of that NFL experience and seeing the sport grow, that's another thing that's good to see for the sport growing and whatnot is seeing a number one play on Sports uh from a, you know, uh, a growing sport for sure in flag football. And so, you know, you've been you've been playing flag football for for a little bit. And like you said, it's a growing sport. It's really fun. But I guess kind of what what is your favorite thing about football or flag football in general, like playing is. Is it like you know that experience and camaraderie with teammates? Is it a love for the game itself and strategy? What is kind of you know your your big takeaway and your reason for playing football?
0: Um. Well, I just like really love the sport. It's fun to play. I like to win. <laughs> so yeah, and it's just fun competing and like facing the adversity, like mentally, and like just going on the field and showing what you learn throughout the practice is just fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And uh, you you are at the right program for uh, liking to win, you know, over these past few years. I mean, yeah, that uh, 15 and three record. I believe that was last year. Yeah. That 15 and three record last year and the year before that, it looks like a four and one record and uh, you must be pretty excited for, this upcoming season, I'd assume. Yes. <laughs> Looking to duplicate slash maybe even exceed that success. Cause I know that you guys had a, uh, very solid, uh, run last year. Um, but we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, first a little bit more about you though, I guess, you know, what are two to three qualities that you think separate you from other players, whether it's in your state or in the country, and you can say, you know, two to three qualities as a rusher, or you can say two to three qualities as a receiver, or both even.
0: Um, I would say for a rusher, first, like, most rushers are shorter than me. <laughs> so I'm pretty tall. I said, well, in my opinion, for a rusher, so I have longer arms. And one thing is, even though it's a bad thing to do, but I do it anyways, even though I'm not supposed to, I always – grab my fly with one hand and it's always my left hand which is really weird to me yeah and I'm yeah I think it's just my height that separates me from other rushers and like people around the country I would say and then for receiver in my opinion I I'm good at receiver I would say but I don't think I'm the best at that because like I don't know I don't know how to describe it but I think um I don't know.
1: I mean, it's okay to be better at one position than the other. (laughs) I mean, you are an incredible. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, I can be quick on the receiver side, but I've been working on my hands lately. So I'm trying to fix that right now.
1: As a receiver coach myself, I love to hear (laughs) that you're working on that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I I know that was one of the things that we kind of talked about in in your film breakdown was using the body a little bit but uh you know it's I feel like you can learn some things and obviously you have a a good wingspan for for being a top-notch receiver as well so maybe this season uh we'll see a little bit more impact on that side of the ball because I mean you're working on it so look out Florida football uh Deja Fanning the receiver is here to make some plays this season but uh is is the uh Five, six on your huddle. Is that up to date or?
2: Um, Yeah.
1: Okay, sweet deal. So that's that's what we're talking about with, with the height and the wingspan, obviously, as a rusher. And uh, I, I like that, you know, as a player, you're like, I know I shouldn't, but I do, you know. <laughs> I feel like part <laughs> of that's your coaches talking a little bit, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <sighs> so, but I mean at least, at least coaches know that you're listening, but I mean, you know, uh, as long as you're making plays at the end of the day, then you get a little bit more, uh, flexibility than most players, you know, um, who maybe don't have that, the same capabilities or athleticism that you do. And so they can't pull off what you do, uh, in that way. So a little bit of flexibility, but you know, the self-awareness is really good and, uh, gets, uh, you know, gets us here at PMC excited for what you could possibly do in this upcoming season. And so, kind of talking about seasons and uh, and this football program. First off, you know, 15-3 and last year. Very solid season, obviously. Uh, I don't mean to reopen old wounds or anything like that. But you guys did eventually lose to the... Uh, to Newsom, who I believe won the state championship that year. But overall, kind of what was your takeaway from last season? And what were some things that you think you learned through the ups and downs on? What was a pretty solid season, all things considered?
0: Um, Well, one thing I feel like our team can focus on this year is the energy, because our energy, like when we were losing, it was always bad for some reason. So I feel like if we have good energy, even if we're losing or winning, We'll have a great game either way. That's what I feel
1: like. Yeah, and it just takes, uh, you know, it getting excited about even the little plays, even if it's, you know, uh, a flagpole of, like, you know, a two-yard game, get excited about that. Every little celebration, you know, I mean, you see it sometimes in, uh, you know, defensive backs especially. Even if a quarterback sails a pass over a wide receiver – as a DB, you got to be celebrating that like, yeah, that was all me even if you didn't do anything. So, uh, you know, taking a little bit of that swagger and stuff into each game could could go a long way. And so, I guess kind of looking forward to to this season. I mean, obviously the the goal is to win state. That's that's what it is for for every team. But what do you think are some things that, you know, the coaches and the staff have done to kind of prepare y'all to potentially make a run for state?
0: Well, we've been like, I don't know about other teams, but our team, we've been practicing during the off season in June. So, and we've been going to tournaments and going against different teams and just practicing, preparing for the season and winning states. I just feel like it all starts in June to prepare for states, not just now
1: yeah, no, for sure. Getting in that work for an entire off season. And I mean, uh, you, you talked to us a little bit about that NFL experience, but are there any other, uh, awesome tournaments or games that, uh, you know, kind of come to mind over the course of this off season that were a lot of fun?
0: Um, the recent tournament, it was the Tampa, it was at the Tampa sportsplex, I believe it was like, a um, a worldwide championship seven on seven for flag football and boys and girls, and I can't remember the team's name, but they were a team I think it was like Staten Island, from New York I think.
1: Yeah, was... the, I think they're the Giants. I want to say like the Staten Island Giants or Simon's a little bit more familiar with that. But uh anyways, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I can't remember the team name right now, but <laughs> we lost to that game too, but it was like a fun game because. I like going against harder teams because it teaches me how to be better and what not to do next time. So it was a fun game to go against. And like the energy was good that game, and everybody was just excited. And we're just trying to execute all the plays so that we can try to win, but that didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: (laughs) God, sorry. (laughs) No, you can go. I was just saying it is exciting to get to face that national competition. I mean that's not an opportunity that you know a, a lot of teams have on on the high school level in a lot of sports. So that sounds very exciting. and you know even even if you don't come out victorious, the important thing and it sounds like you and you know all your teammates and coaches are doing is learning from it and growing from it. Yeah. So that's uh that's pretty awesome. Also, uh a little off topic here, but um you know, Madison won a uh Sun Conference player of the week uh this last week. Um did you did you happen to see that from uh women's flag football?
0: I didn't see the game, but I seen it on Twitter of her getting it.
1: Yeah, that's got to be exciting and uh you know, maybe uh got you maybe looking a little bit ahead here um as far as you know college and recruiting kind of how has that journey been for you and uh you know are are you looking to play flag football on the next level on that NAIA level
0: yes it's hard because <laughs> it's a lot of schools that you have to like research and just get to know the team and everything it's hard but I do want to play from the college level, so. Yeah.
1: So I mean, you don't you don't have to uh, throw anyone under the bus here or anything like that, or you know praise any teams more than than others. But it looks like you have three offers, I believe, right now. <laughs> no. No. I have about seven, I think. Seven. Okay, so it's grown a little bit here. It's hard to yeah. keep up on on the old Twitter and whatnot. So I mean, that's over half of the programs on the next level, if I'm not mistaken yes would you mind kind of talking us through what uh what the journey has been you know maybe for up and coming flag football players kind of some things that they have to look forward to and you know maybe some of the ups and downs of recruiting and stuff like that
0: um yeah i can share <laughs> so for like when you get the offers it's like it's very exciting until like you have to go through all the application processes and getting all the stuff in to get like all your financial aid and stuff like that. It's just, it's not that bad, but the only hard thing for me is when you try to, when you're trying to pick a college that you want to go to, because you're afraid of making like the wrong decision, you might regret because some colleges are in state and some colleges are out. So in my case, I don't know if I'm comfortable going out of state because I'm not sure about if, if an emergency happens. Like, will anybody be there in time just in case something happens? But in, like where I live, Florida, then that's not the case. So it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. And looking at out of state versus in state, that's that's nice that you kind of have a priority and thoughts of you know kind of what you're looking for other than uh proximity are there any other things that you're kind of looking for in a school whether it's you know like a winning culture or maybe a certain educational program that you're looking to get into oh well for
0: the culture i would say i just want like a team that feels welcoming and like non-judgmental and always have good energy and then for I don't I forgot what the other one that you said.
1: Oh, like any educational programs or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah. I want to major in education or if a school didn't offer education that I really want to go to, I would do exercise science.
1: Okay. That's that's what uh, Simon's uh, school and my school was uh, at UNC. We were in the sport and exercise science school. So, obviously... You know, we love to hear that and whatnot. But, uh, you know, education, teaching, all that. Uh, Simon being a PE teacher, I know that he'd heavily endorse that as well. So it's good that you kind of have an idea of, you know, like a first plan as well as almost a backup, you know, if the fit seems right. Have you been able to do visits and stuff?
0: Um, no, I haven't visited any colleges yet. I've done like virtual, but not in person yet.
1: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I know. It's been a little weird with like covid, you know, obviously going on your well, it's still going on now, but uh, for most of your high school career and whatnot. So that's made it a little different and difficult. And, uh, you know, nonetheless, that all sounds very exciting and looking forward. I know you haven't selected a school yet, but what are maybe some goals that you have for, you know, college flag football or just college in general?
0: Um, well, the goals for me, I want to be, well, I want to start, <laughs> that's for sure. So I'm trying to train more for that. So when I go to college, I'm not sitting on the sideline the whole game. Um, and not just on the field, but outside of the field, I want to have good grades like I did in high school. Well, still in high school, but when I was in high school, when I graduated, I still want to have good grades. And yeah, that's all I can think of right now.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, you want to play on the next level. So it only makes sense that you want to get on the field and improve as a football player. And obviously, holding on to those same academic standards that have brought you this far, that's not a bad thing either. And I know a lot of these schools on the NAIA level are pretty uh, prestigious academically and have uh, somewhat high standards for you know their test scores and stuff like that so uh you know paying attention to that and being attentive to grades in general is going to bring you a long way and obviously go beyond even the football field so you know i gotta give you some kudos there on those and uh you know you just said uh, i mean you're already looking ahead to graduation you're you're almost there like like you said as far as you know the grades I had in high school, you're already speaking in the past tense. So I can yeah. sense that excitement that you have as far as graduating from high school. Is there any advice that you have to, you know, whether it's middle school football players that are moving into high school or maybe some of those underclassmen uh, in high school who are either flag aspiring flag football players or, you know, just high schoolers in general.
0: Um, well, I would say just try it it's not that bad as people make it think well as people say it's hard and it's bad but it's not like I wanted to quit a lot but I didn't and I think I did pretty good since I stuck to it and just go to practice every day if you want to get better and you'll just enjoy it because it goes by really quickly
1: yeah yeah that that makes a lot of sense uh, with where you are at in your journey and stuff like that. And uh, you know, we, we hear that a lot, especially from championship caliber, you know, interviews that we have of players who have either won a championship or were in a championship. They, they say consistency is key. And that's exactly what you're talking about when you're speaking on, you know, go to practice every day, put your head, look, as, as a former football player, nobody gets excited for practice, you know, it's a, but it's a thing that you have to do in order to be successful and build a championship team and get better as a player. So that way, you know, when you get to game day, it is fun. So I like that. You're like, Hey, just stick through it. Tough it out. You know, don't, don't be a, don't be a pushover with it. Just show up, get your work in and you'll be better off for it. And obviously your guys' program is better off for it as well.
0: Yeah,
1: but, uh, you know, we're kind of nearing the end of this interview here. And so I want to ask you it, or not ask you, but just let you have the floor here for a second and shout out anybody that you want to shout out who's been important to your academic or athletic career. And, um, you know, this would be friends, family, coaches, other players or anything like that. The floor is totally yours to just get all your thank yous going.
0: Um I wanna thank my parents for just helping me and supporting me and loving me throughout the whole journey on my life. Um my coaches, Coach Holmes and Coach Roberts and Coach Blue for helping me out, teaching reteaching me. How to catch a football and rush the proper way because I was not very good when I first started and coach coffee from riverview for taking us in during aau in 2019 when leonard didn't have an aau team and helping me get better during the summertime uh, who else <laughs> mm.
1: I, I mean, you can take as much time as you need.
0: Uh, oh, Savannah. She's a great player, and she's my friend. And she's just been helping me along the journey with college recruiting and stuff, and her parents. So I thank you for that. Um, and all the college black football coaches who offered me, I'm thankful for all the offers and taking the opportunity to sit here and watch me and believe in me as a good player. And that's it
1: that's solid. That's solid. There's always that one teammate, you know, that, uh, that, that, uh, kind of sticks out more than others. We've even had some interviews where we interviewed two people at the same time, uh, because they're just that close and they're literally like hanging out when we schedule the interviews. So that's awesome to hear. And, uh, you know, as a, you know, advocate for women and girls flag football and just, the growing sport that it is and the opportunities that it has provided i too am you know secondhand thankful for all, everything that those coaches those programs and uh, all these players including yourself have done to you know push this sport forward and you know really make it uh, a path that uh growing girls and women can look forward to playing you know on that next level especially too now with uh, with those opportunities continuing to grow too, there's some more teams that are going to keep popping up over the next few years, and uh, I mean you already have like Thomas University who is the, they're one and 0 against the you know national runner ups, so you know you have to, even new programs are finding ways to stay competitive, and uh, I'm very excited to see everything that goes on with the uh, Leonard season, obviously. You know, it's the only kind of uh, Longhorn that I like, being a, a Sooner fan. So, you know, uh, these, this is the only time I'll say go Longhorns is for uh, y'all's flag football team, and uh, looking forward to what you'll do on the next level as well. And that was Deja Fanning out of Leonard High School. Make sure to turn into tune into their season. Follow them on Twitter at Longhorns Flag FB, and also. Follow Deja at Deja Fanning, straightforward, that's D-A-I-J-A, Fanning, F-A-N-N-I-N-G, on Twitter. You know, show them some love on social media. And while you're at it, you know, on Twitter, if you're not already, make sure to find Playmakers Corner and give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, also on TikTok. You know, we like to post uh, clips and quick segments from our breakdowns and You know, you may be listening to this on Spotify, but we are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. And we are also posting lots of women's flag football as well as some girls flag football content on our Twitch and or YouTube channels. So make sure to stay tuned for that for more women's flag football content, as well as, uh, you know, high school flag football and more interviews coming your way. Courtesy of Playmakers Corner. Shout out to Coach V, who has been doing a lot of coverage for our flag football episodes. And you know, go ahead and tune in to our other set of interviews with uh, Caitlin Sigmundi. I I want to say is that how you say her name. Uh, I may be butchering it, but uh, tune into her interview as well as you know um, Emma Balocco as well on you know, an episode that Simon did that released on Wednesday. So go ahead and check that out. But with all that being said, very thankful for our guest and very thankful for all of you listeners and fans. And make sure to stay tuned for Coach V's interview with Savannah Cox coming up next. Before I let this interview hit the road here, just keep in mind that this was recorded, I want to say, last July here. So that was before this senior season of uh, Leonard kicked off or anything like that. And all of the information and stuff and notes and critiques are from that season. So, you know, looking forward to maybe potentially updating it or waiting and seeing how she balls out on the next level. All that being said, enjoy the interview.
2: I'm Savannah Cox. I play flag football. Um, I'm from Florida, class of 2022, and you're listening to the Playmakers Corner.
3: What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. Uh, I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos, and I have a very special guest. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, say um, who you are, obviously, where you're from, and what position you play.
2: Hey, I'm Savannah, Savannah Cox um i'm from florida born and raised and um i play well i really play all the positions um and that's me all
3: right and uh thank you for coming on to the show savannah you are easily one of the best football players that we've ever got to watch and do a breakdown of so this really is a pleasure to be honest with you but um there you go that being said, you know, let's uh, kind of talk about some of your favorite memories here. So uh, this is something that we kind of ask all of our guests on the show just to break that ice and, you know, have the audience get to know you a little bit better. But, uh, you know, what is your favorite sports experience or memory that you have that you actively participated in? And this doesn't have to be football. This could be literally any sport that you played and whatnot uh, that is uh, very, you know, true and dear to yourself
2: okay well, um, one of my best memories was um when I started tackle football when I was seven years old um I have uh fourteen brothers, so it was kind of in the family and um they got me started and this is that that's really how I am good as that's really how good I am today and uh my dad he was um he he was coaching us and he was coaching us for 30 he's been coaching for 30 years now and
3: Dang. okay
2: yeah my brothers really got me into it and that's really my best memory playing with my brothers for for about seven years I stopped playing tackle when I was 14 because my dad said I couldn't play anymore <laughs> <laughs> And know um, that's when uh I got into flag my junior year which was my first year playing flag um and now I'm looking forward to next year and what's to bring.
3: Gotcha. So I, I'm going to go ahead and ask this uh, because I'm sure some people could assume this, but I'm going to ask it anyways. But did all 14, did all of your siblings play football essentially then?
2: Yes, Um. all of my siblings played football, all of them. And they all were great. They They still are.
3: Gotcha. Okay, okay uh so do you just have 14 other siblings or are there more uh here in this fam uh
2: i have um two sisters
3: gotcha gotcha sorry say that again
2: i have two older sisters
3: oh okay okay did they play flag football as well or football (laughs)
2: No, they're, they're, um, they're, nur- they're nurses. They don't do sports. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, then. Well, you know, with that being said, uh, I got to ask you, are you a sports fan of any kind? What are your favorite teams?
2: My favorite team is Green Bay. Um, Me and my dad go at it all the time because his favorite team is, I believe, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs>
3: oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. If I may ask, why Green Bay?
2: Mainly because um, of, uh, oh, I forgot his name,
3: um Clay Matthews. Really? Yes. Interesting. I haven't heard that name, well, okay, it hasn't been that long, but I haven't heard a fan of Clay Matthews in a while now. I used to be a big Clay Matthews fan as well, so that's what's up, for real, for real. All right then. So with that being said, you know, uh, you do have a favorite team and whatnot. Do you have a favorite sport viewing experience? So j- this is really just an experience where you know you're a fan, you're not participating in it, um, and this could be on any level really. But do you have one of those experiences?
2: Uh yes. Um, I met a couple of Bucks fans when I was younger, and that was a great experience. They um they gave me. Like they talked to me about things and I watched them play and it, it was great. It was great.
3: Okay, okay, cool. That's what's up. Alright then. Well, uh you did mention before that, you know, your family was kind of the thing that got you into football. You know, you're obviously in a football family, that's very apparent, but are is there any memory or like a series of events that you can really like just point at and be like, Yeah, that was the moment that I fell in love with football and I knew that I wanted to be in it for for a minute.
2: Um, yeah, when I started at um in middle school, when I got to middle school, I started at the school named uh, McConaughey High School. I mean, well, McConaughey Middle School. And um this when I really took football serious is when um my brother, um, uh, Taquilo Johnson, he um it was my first time getting the ball thrown to me in forever. And I was like, This is my moment So he threw it to me and I made a touchdown and um, that was just like the greatest thing because I got to celebrate it. I got to celebrate it with uh, my brother. And then um, at the end of the game, when I took my helmet off and all of my hair was uh, poofing out, he's like, that's a girl. And then a boy started <laughs> crying. It was It was just, <laughs> it was the happiest moment ever.
3: Yeah, for sure. A core memory for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, then. So uh, speaking on your game, let's talk about it. So uh, I'm going to assume that you got to listen to our evaluation of your game. Now, you know, I don't want you to hold back at all. You know, give us the good and the bad. What was your reaction? What was your raw reaction to our evaluation of your game and all that? Did you feel like it was accurate?
2: Uh, yes, on some parts y'all were accurate, but on other parts um it it wasn't that accurate. Um I uh I love being corrected on things I'm doing wrong and uh I I like the criticism cuz that way it makes me better as a player mentally and physically. Um on another part, um when y'all uh when you guys said I look confused on the field, um it's not that I'm confused, it's just that I have two coaches that's telling me two different things. I know they're trying to do their job, but sometimes hearing from two people at the same time, it like puts you in spots where you have to figure out on your own at some sometimes. So, yeah.
3: Okay. Fair enough. And we'll take that on the chin for sure. Um, I, I, okay, I might need to go back and listen, because that definitely sounds out of pocket. I don't think I said that, but it might have been Cody. But if I did say that, you know, I, I might have to look back at that film once again. Um, But I, I do understand that, though, because you are... I mean, there were definitely times where I felt like, oh man, this could have been a pick if she just uh, jumped that, you know, and all that. And so we definitely talked about how we felt like you could have more turnovers and you got plenty of turnovers. Let's not get that twisted at all. You, you was out there disrupting the offense and you're a whole menace out there. All right. But, you know, we want to help you get to that next level. And I think we felt like there were definitely a couple plays that we saw that were like, uh, maybe just a step too slow. Right. Maybe just a second of reaction a little bit too slow. And I get that having two different people in your ear and whatnot. And, you know, at the end of the day, it just comes down to uh, making those plays. And, you know, sometimes just making those decisions for yourself and asking for forgiveness later. Um, But that's not to say not to listen to your coaches, just so you know.
2: Uh, Yeah, I went back and looked at those films where um I could have I could have done better on some plays, and I looked at it and uh, I've been practicing on it, going hard and and been I've been focusing more on defense and looking at those plays. So
3: yeah. No, fair enough. And that's absolutely fair. And, you know, you can never do too much film work, uh, you know, being knowledgeable of what's coming up next. So um, that's really not the biggest worry, to be honest with you. There are definitely... There are definitely players that we've broken down that, oh, my God, it's like a whole laundry list of things they got to do. Uh, So to just say that, oh, you could probably have more turnovers, that's probably not the biggest criticism out there as well. You're still a baller, just so you know. And uh, speaking on that a little bit more here, I want to ask you, you know, um, so obviously you're a great player, right? And there are a lot of good things that you do, right? I want to ask, is there anybody that you kind of look at, right? and you're like oh i want to kind of take some parts of their game and add it to your game so is there anybody out there that you really look at and want to model your game after and this could be uh players like teammates or professionals or whatever
2: um yes um i really look at all of my brothers really <laughs> really Um, uh, i would say Fair my, enough. <laughs> my older brother um gemini um Terrell, and uh Mon Cal, um they really, I really look up to them when it comes to football because they know what they're doing, they know what's to come, and like at one of my games, my brother was calling out um, every play. My dad as well, <laughs> they was calling out every play, and I was listening. I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to you now. I got faith in you, so I did what they said, and um, and
3: sure enough,
2: it was happening.
3: <laughs> All right, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got you. I can't even blame you there. Uh, My brother, he did a lot of the same things (laughs) when I played as well. So I I totally get that. But that's awesome, for sure. All right, then. So kind of speaking on your game a little bit more here. And I want to hear from you because, you know, me and my boys here at the Playmakers Corner, we have a whole list of things that you do great. Um, But I want to ask you, what are two to three qualities, in your opinion, that separate you from other players, not only in the state of Florida, but in the country?
2: Well, um, three things that separate me from the other players is, one, I love fair, like, I love equal, equality on the team. Um, two, I don't like to just play for myself and just just make touchdowns just because I want to make touchdowns. Yes, that's good, but at the same time, I, I feel for my other teammates as well. And um, the third thing really is how much I care about the other team. Like, even though we're going against them, yes, I want to win – I still, at the end of the day, I go congratulate them as well. They played, they played well,
3: and yeah. Fair enough, and I love that. Those are all things really that are I would consider. A lot of them are on the field stuff, but uh, off the field type of things that you know coaches love to hear, right? You love to have that person that's just mature, you know, <laughs> uh, just in general. And so those are all fantastic things, and I commend you on those. So yeah. But uh, let's kind of talk about the future a little bit here. Right. So obviously you do have one more year of high school, so I don't blame you if you don't have all of the answers here. That's totally OK. And, uh, you know, obviously you'll be looking to build upon this last junior year, hopefully make a run at state, which, uh, in all honesty I feel like y'all can make a solid run. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those things. You just got to get out there and play. And see what happens get better day by day and that's how that works but um i want to ask you you know obviously you have committed to midland it's really ironic actually because we dropped this episode with you and all the other leonard girls on there right and then i want to say it was i i knew that coach jones was down in florida that weekend because uh, we talked that friday before and then I want to say on that Monday after the episode drop or something like that, you committed to Midland. And so first off, congratulations on that. You know, that's awesome. They're building a fantastic quarterback. They have our gal, Haley Stanton over there. Um, and she's a fantastic player as well. And person, you know, uh, we love her over here at the playmakers corner, but you know, wanted to ask you what were some things that you were looking for when you were you know on that search to commit to a program what were some of the things that Midland had that you absolutely loved that sold you on them
2: um well um i was looking for people that i can be family with and that will be real with me on every level no matter how harsh or how harsh anything is I was looking for a team that would stick together on the field and off the field, mostly.
3: Fair enough. So, uh, so a family culture, uh, like a true family culture, in your opinion, right? Yes. OK, fair enough. Fair enough. And I could definitely see that there. That's what they're building over there um, with the type of players they've been recruiting, because I believe they did offer your teammate uh, Deja. Is that right?
2: Uh, say? I can't speak on Deja Have I really don't know. Um, but hopefully she did.
3: <laughs> OK, OK. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But all right, then. Um, Well, once again, congrats on that. But, you know, let's uh, let's kind of talk about the story leading up to you committing, because uh, really, it's not every day that because first off, you know, flag football just became kind of a collegiate sport like two years ago. And so you don't really see many players committing before their senior year. Uh, But you did. And that's a good thing in a lot of ways as well. But let's talk about your recruitment story here for a sec. So um, obviously Midland offered you and you accepted, right? But were there other schools in the mix? What was your recruitment story like? And, you know, kind of walk us through when that hype began to build and when I guess you started getting interest to play flag football on that next level.
2: Well, um, at first... I would say, hon- honestly, I didn't have any interest in playing at the next level until I knew that I could play at the next level. And I was like, oh, wow, I can get a scholarship scholarship in this and go to the next level. And, and I was like, okay. So I started to work harder. Like, sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I used to goof around in practice because I was like, oh, <laughs> I already know how to do this. So, like, I used to goof around, but then, like, once I started seeing like other people, it's, I really started to pay attention and and practice and go hard. So um, there was just one game when we went against East Bay. Um, there was a coach there. He was he was recruiting. I didn't know. No one told me. Um, it, it's really nothing led up to. I never knew that I was gonna get recruited, but. Um, there was another school, um, Thomas, she gave me, she gave my parents the card. So I was really looking at that school and I didn't even know about Milling until that, um, that weekend. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I met the coach and he came out, he said he was going to take a look at me and I just did my thing and I was just like, okay, I'm coming to this school.
3: Fair enough. You love to hear that. And, uh, that's awesome. I, I, believe the coach over at Thomas is that Chelsea Palmer am I I might be getting that whole name wrong uh,
2: uh yes that's her
3: gotcha gotcha yeah 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 she's she's a good one as well but that's really interesting then so it, really all of this went down this last season or really this last year in the last couple months uh would you say that's correct
2: uh yes
3: yeah gotcha okay okay Well, that's awesome. So, you know, obviously, like I said, you do have one more year of high school and I'm sure you have your goals there and whatnot. Um, Winning state, you know, district, all that great stuff. Right. And and then obviously enjoying your last year um, with your gals over there and, excuse me over there at Leonard and whatnot but I want to ask you you know what are some goals that you have for college ball and this could be academically athletically whatever what are some goals that you've thought of um sorry about that what are some goals you've thought of uh leading into your I guess leading into your senior year and then going into college here soon
2: um some goals that I thought of was I really want to focus on not only playing flag football, but on academics as well, because at some point I'm not going to be playing flag and I'm going to have to have a career. And that's really my main goal. Um, some other goals that I have for college is to make to make good friends and life lifelong friends and things like that and just to have a great time
3: fair enough, fair enough, and those are all valid goals for sure, but um, yeah, there you go, so we're kind of wrapping this up here, but I want to ask you, you know, just straight up before I forget, because uh, really, we've interviewed a couple of really good uh, football players, some young women who have done their thing just like you and whatnot, and I want to say... I mean, we talked to Devin Silvestri, the quarterback over at Newsom. She obviously won state. We talked to Haley Stanton. We talked to Leah Cruz. She was that one um, girl flag football player that went viral on ESPN and whatnot. Um, But I want to say out of all of them, you obviously have the most like just football experience, both in flag and tackle, which is invaluable, to be completely honest with you, because there are a lot of things that you just do out there on the field that you're like oh that's an experienced football player and you could tell between the footwork between the spatial awareness between you know the way she catches the ball and looks it in and um getting leverage and whatnot like you you do a lot of things that are very i guess very seasoned right a lot of things that a veteran you would expect a veteran football player to do and so with that being said you know do you have any advice for upcoming middle schoolers high schoolers or even aspiring football players out there that may look up to you or already look up to you at this point
2: um yes i do um my what i would say is to not settle for nothing i mean nothing at all like even if you're doing something wrong, you need to fix it yourself. You need to you need to be a follower before you be a leader. Because if you become a leader, then you won't be a good leader, and then the team is just all sorts of type of messed up. Um, some some other advice I might give is to um, yes, you work hard on the off season and during the season, but sometimes a lot uh, is very overwhelming and. Sometimes you need a break. I mean, you might not think you need a break, but you're going to need that break because get, it gets overwhelming and emotional. And it's just hard at times. So, yeah.
3: Fair enough. And I love that you mentioned the whole break thing there. That's actually something that I don't think many other people players that we've interviewed have uh, said me and cody have definitely said that to plenty of players though because you got a lot of players who you know and it's a good thing they're all about football and whatnot but you got to make sure that you have that break in there i know i want to say a couple months ago we were visiting this young quarterback and you know he's a stud and whatnot and he wants you know he wanted to do football year round and that's cool but you gotta put some time in there play a couple different sports you know give yourself a mental break and all that stuff take care of your mental health and so that's amazing advice uh, for you yeah. to give over there
2: yeah because like trying to manage flag football basketball and track it's, it's very hard like trying to manage all these sports at one time and when a lot of people is depending on you for every single sport so you're going to need a break every once in a while
3: yeah, no. And those are words of wisdom right there. And, you know, that's a testament to the maturity of um, of, of you, really. So that's a that's a fantastic thing to know. But uh, we are kind of wrapping up this interview here. So I want to make sure I give you this platform to give a shout out to whoever that has been important to your academic and athletic career that you just like to thank on the show. This could be friends, family coaches, uh, teammates, and honestly, take as long as you want. You know, we are in no rush here. So, uh, so yeah.
2: Um, yeah. um I have a whole lot of people I want to give a shout out to. Uh, I would like to thank all of my brothers, Jim and I Williams, Cornell Bynum, Macau Clemens, Terrell Cox, Alexander Cox, Taquilo Johnson, Ezekiel Cox, Josiah Cox, Xavier Cox, Malik Clemens, um, who else? <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to my dad. I would like to give a shout out to my dad. Um, his name is William Cox, and I have another brother that's named William Cox. Um, my mom, um, Christ, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I would like to give a shout-out to um, Coach Wilcox, um, Coach Mitchell, and Coach Combs. Yes, even though we have our – sometimes we have our differences. Uh, (laughs) Bob Coach Blue. um, I would like to give a shout-out to Coach Prather, Coach Luke, Coach Yanni. um, Who else? uh and that that i think that's no way um i'd like to give a shout out to christopher wolf uh artist carter um jelani williams like those are and i think that's basically it oh wait nope one more uh <laughs> Kasha, <laughs> Scruggs, Kasha Scruggs, um my sister jada and kweet they have all been a great influence and
3: they all have taught me something important. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, first off, love that you have a fantastic fantastic support system there, I believe, and what we believe here on the podcast is that every great football player, every great athlete needs one of those. And you can never have too many uh people who could support you and you know, people that you can look up to and give you advice as well. And so that's always a good thing to hear and see. So there you go. But uh savannah thank you so much for coming onto this episode and giving us all your wisdom and whatnot i'm sure there are plenty of players out there that'll appreciate that as well but once again thank you so much for coming on to the show
2: no problem it was my pleasure thank you
3: Yeah, of course. No problem. And uh, we'll be following you and all those other Leonard flag football players going into uh, your senior year and whatnot. And if you haven't heard of Savannah Cox or or have seen her highlight reel, go ahead and take a peep at it because, geez, she's a heck of a player. As good as Leah Cruz, if not better to be honest with you, to be completely honest with you. So there you go.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Of course.
3: So uh, thank you for listening to the Playmakers Corner. Thank you for rocking with us. Go ahead and show us some love on all of our social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well pretty soon here. Thank you once again, and we'll see you next time.